William, you are leaving the cafeteria after picking around at the food on your plate. Uh, the hungrier you get, the more difficult it becomes to even stomach human food when there's just the, the gnawing hunger in your insides. You scrape the majority of your lunch into the trash can. Roll appearance for me real quick. Oh, uh, yep, okay. That is a success. It's a 61, so it doesn't quite meet half. Okay, so, um, yeah, because what's your appearance stat? 80, so half would be 40. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you look just a little tired, not haggard or drawn or anything. But as you're leaving, you see on the large um, community board... Uh, just a giant pegboard with flyers um, pinned onto it for various activity groups and sports events coming up and, um, you know, the orchestra is performing soon. And you see also an ad um, for uh, encouraging students to participate in the blood drive that is happening on campus this afternoon. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think William has a little bit of like internal conflict, a little bit of like, is it worth it to try and steal blood from this? Or the other thought is blood drive this afternoon. If another student seems woozy because I took the blood, it won't be out of place. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty smart, honestly. I would imagine a van might be easier to get in and out of, you know, than an entire facility. Um. <laughs> yes. Um, I think William thinks in his head for a little bit and thinks, why not both? Kind of get blood from a student to satiate the need now and then try and steal some to store for later. All right. So yeah, the um, the van is parked uh, um, outside of the Paxton Athletic Building um, on the uh, on the southeast side of campus, and um, so you just you can head there right after lunch, and it's um, it's not uh, Red Cross or something like National, you know. It's like a community blood center that is collecting donations um it's a it's a large blue and green trailer and um there's a few students there's not like a huge line um there's students sitting outside filling out forms and uh going into the trailer as their name is getting called william is looking around kind of ducking his head side to side like standing in like standing a little bit away but he's trying to see like how many people are in the van and like try and see if he can tell. I'm guessing that'd be spot hidden. Yeah, you can go ahead and spot hidden since um, there's one employee, it looks like, that's signing people up like outside the van. Mm -hmm. And then you can't tell how many people are inside the van without rolling. Yeah, so we know there's at least one 
that's a that's a fail 52 where my spot hidden is 34. Okay. Yeah, so you can't tell um if there are how many other like employees are um are inside the van. You if you think William has donated blood before, you might be able to intuit. Uh I think he he's donated blood in the past, yeah. Like when he was younger. Yeah, so you can assume that there will be at least one person, you know, in the front of the van that checks your blood pressure and your iron levels before clearing you to donate. And so you assume there'll be one of those. And then, you know, there'll be at least one tech, you know, actually drawing the blood. Yeah. William uh, walks up to the van, um, just kind of cool, casual comp and just says, Hey, sorry, I was um, I was looking. I'd love to give blood, but I don't have time right now. Uh, when will you guys be here until? Uh, let me see here. I think uh, I think we're scheduled to be here till uh, till five o'clock. But uh, we'll stop taking new appointments at four just to make sure we get everybody who's already scheduled. Awesome. That sounds great. Uh, so I'll be back in like an hour or two. Perfect. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay, so now that William knows he has about two hours, he's going to go find somebody and get blood now. Okay, so you're not actually going into the van? Not yet. I think he went up to the van to kind of like see if he could see in the door and also just confirm he has time. Um, Okay. But that's, yeah. So that was kind of a go in, look around, do a little bit of snooping without, like, hardcore investigating. Okay, you can see the, yeah, as you peek in the door, then you see that there's, um, it's a pretty small operation. There's, like, there's just one bed on each side of the aisle, um, and then it looks like there is just one employee that's, you know, hooking people up to the machine and preparing the bags and everything. Okay, yeah, William is gonna uh for now go find someone else to take blood from okay where are you going to go for that um he is going to go to the cafe and just see who's there that might be by themselves jesus okay <laughs> well here's me creating what i thought was like a relatively safe and easy Way way to get blood. <laughs> like, eh, I'm just gonna go assault someone. I don't know. <laughs> okay, like, okay, but, yeah. but like I I think with in William's head, it's like if he gets caught stealing blood from a from a blood drive, that could lead to like weird prison time. But it like it could lead to a lot more versus. Get caught looking like you're making out with somebody. Okay. Who then yells and screams and is like, oh, this person is assaulting me. Okay. So, yeah. Um, shoot. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the cafe. There's a student by themselves. You don't really recognize them. Uh, and they're sitting at a table by themselves, scribbling in what you could only assume is their diary. Caleb 2022. I didn't think this through. Yeah. 
he walks up to the person and says, Hi, yo, you're, uh, it, never mind, and walks back to the blood drive, I guess, because that's just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> Bro. The person was lighting, like writing a letter to their mom, like, Mom, I know we haven't talked in years, but I feel like I'm finally ready to reconnect with you. And it's like, <laughs> I hope that I don't get bit in the neck and get drained of all my blood or anything like that. Oh, hey, what's your name? <laughs> Y'all are great. I'm Rebecca. <laughs> I'm, oh, Rebecca. Okay, I'm leaving. Hi, Rebecca. I'm, uh, am I leaving? <laughs> My name is. Get, I'm leaving. You can at least get Rebecca's number or something. Okay, yeah. She, wait, she's Re- so Rebecca, hot. Rebecca, hey. Rebecca, what's your, hey, Rebecca, what's your what's your number? Oh, Five. No. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's cool. And he walks back to the the blood drive, and he just kind of like head in his hands, like, "What was I thinking?" The entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway text amelia how do you just get blood from people like you kill them <laughs> is her response. i just kill people i don't yeah. understand <laughs> uh yeah william sign i i'm trying to think of the best way to steal blood from a blood drive break in Walk in with a straw, stab one, and go, oh, it's not Capri Sun. <laughs> and then just, like, keep slurping as they're horrified. Like, what are you doing? You're just like, what? It's cool. It's and chill. back out slowly. Be a blood inspector and walk is in it, and take a bunch. Don't you guys know this is keto? Um, <laughs> I'm here for the blood test. <laughs> mm. Yep, that's okay, That one's pretty Yummy. good. Okay, can I see the next one? That one was a AB positive. <laughs> yeah, so there are... Um, yeah, there are two doors in the van on either end. So one is kind of at the front where all the students are going in, you know, and mm-hmm. one at the back where they're, you know, grabbing their juice and crackers and leaving. So, yeah, I mean, like there are a few things you could, you know, try to get in there. Um, it's like going in the back and acting like you forgot something or like um, sneaking in and hoping nobody notices. Um but yeah, that back door is probably your best bet. I think he goes to the back door and he's going to act like he forgot something. Hell yeah. That's his plan. So are you going to try and be stealthy sneaking in? Or are you just going to hope that you can talk your way out of it if you see someone? Uh, I think, well, I think he's going to go to the back door and just hope he can talk his way out of it. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to try and be sneaky until it's time to grab bags. Nice. And he has his backpack with him, so we've got storage. He's just trying to get that bag. Okay, yeah. yeah, then hop on into that van, little buddy. Uh, as William walks in, he like, does he see anybody right off the bat? Um, there's right two the students um, <laughs> lying down. They're not really, um, they're not facing you. You know, their heads are like propped up a little bit, um, but they're mm-hmm. facing more of like the front of the van. And then there's a guy um, that's kind of walking between them, like checking in as the, um, you know, making sure that the uh, the tube is, you know, connected right. That, um, you know, no one's experiencing like too much pressure or anything that might indicate that it's going wrong. So he's just checking in on them. Um, and yeah, you don't think he's seen you yet. 
Does, does William see the bags? There is. There are two coolers in the back of the van. You can assume one contains blood, one contains uh, sodas and juices and shit, but there's no telling which is which. Dang, it's like a 50-50 shot if I get the blood or if I get fucking Sprite. Mm. <laughs> I mean, McDonald's Sprite is basically blood. But yeah, no, but yeah. this ain't going to be McDonald's Sprite. This is going to be like, it'll, you think this blood drive had time Chick to go Sprite. get, no, this, this, this blood drive did not go to a McDonald's or Chick-fil-A and get Sprite. Like, they went into Costco and got the like 38 pack of the mini cans. You are harshly judging this blood drive. You don't know I, what they're trying to do here. I, hey, no. hey, William, this is where you're going to get your sustenance, okay? I'm not okay. Yeah, are you trying don't to are you trying to criticize the hand that bleeds? <laughs> oh my gosh. We can't edit any of that Woo. out. Woo. <laughs> um anyway, um, so yeah, you see those two coolers, not quite sure which is which. So yeah, what are you going to do next? Okay, are they like next to each other, like left and right? Yeah, they're pretty much, okay. um, yeah, right next to each other. William is going to think the one closer to the door is going to be the one with the snacks, since that's the one that's going to be more easily accessible to people walking out. So okay. he's going to go to the one furthest from the door. All right, sounds good. Um, make a luck roll. That's a success. 51. My luck is 55. Okie dokie. And yeah, you, so here's what happens. You go to the the coolers and you reach in or you open up the one that you think contains the blood. Um, it actually contains cans of soda, um, on ice. And they're like, huh, that's a weird uh, seems like a little reversey placement for those. So you close it and then open up, right, the other one. Yeah. So at this point, it's, it's unmistakable, you know, that you are going for the blood. You know, at this point, once it's your second cooler and it's the blood cooler, that's like, you know, there's no way you just accidentally open the wrong one. Yeah. Um, and just as you open that up and are reaching in, you hear a voice behind you that's like stocking up. And you turn around and it's the, the dude that was um, monitoring the students that are giving blood. Yeah, no, well, yes, I thought there would be diet sodas in this one versus the other one. And, you know, sugar, not great. He looks for a second like you're about to be busted right but instead he grabs your backpack from where you'd taken it off to start stashing the blood and he starts loading up blood packs into the um into your backpack and he looks at me he's like one reason we've been doing these drives is that uh there's been a mysterious depletion in our supplies at the at the blood center, and um, let's just say I've been around long enough to know to know what's what. Um, and he looks up and grins at you, and you can see that his teeth are pointy. What a genius! 
Of yeah. course you're going to work at the blood drive. I'm sorry. I like to think he's just a fan. Now, what if he just has really <laughs> sharp teeth? Yeah, wait, that's, wait. that's William. William looks at him and does the ultimate test of whether someone's a vampire or not. Takes a picture the of The secret that. handshake. You a vampire? He looks up and says, how do you feel about Buffy? It all went downhill when they killed off Willow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wait, is it Tara that dies or Willow? No, I can't remember. I don't know, but we're just throwing some spoilers at our audience, though. Yeah, I was watching <laughs> that. It's from the... It's from, like, 2000. I, I know, know, but I was watching that. <laughs> okay. I feel like even if you... I haven't seen it all either, and... No, I had some spoilers, like, don't worry. Yeah, anyway... Well, yeah, <laughs> like the following episode contains spoilers of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We, uh, we I think, I feel like we have <laughs> it to might be that. incorrect. Who knows? That'll be our next ad spot of hey, the following episode does contain Buffy the Vampire spoilers. So yeah, not, not so even sorry. Buffy the Vampire spoilers, but potential Buffy the Vampire yeah. spoilers. <laughs> On the off chance we're right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, William, as soon as he says that, okay, so. I'm going to need your name and number. You know this, right? No, you're not. <laughs> oh, rejected. I'm okay. He's like, well, okay, I'll give you my number. You, you don't need my name, though. Um, and just reach out if you need more at any time, and I'll see what I can do. Perfect. And he zips up your backpack. He's like, but I definitely don't want to see you around here again. Sounds good. You know, now you, you get it. Now you, and William walks away. All right. Uh, so we cut to Marcy at the gym um, during her judo practice. This is where you've been um, for hours a day. For the past two weeks and now it's it's practice time um the coach is there and you're hoping that all your hard work has paid off which will all be determined by a role it will yay um <laughs> which so before we before we get to it let's go ahead and uh go ahead and roll a um roll a d10 and add that to your judo skill Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let me roll a D10 real quick. Boop. That's an eight. All right, cool. Nice. So add an eight to your judo. Yes, I will make that into a 68. Okay. So and close. And now, yeah, I know. Okay. I was. It, it was almost like hilarious, but now this is like a really lame roll. All right, let's. <laughs> All right, so um, do you want me to roll? Roll. Now. Roll. Not, Not yet. yet. So, okay. yeah. So the um, so Coach Heatherwood, for the first time since the beginning of the semester, actually pairs you up with the person you sparred against that first practice. Um. So um, revenge. Yeah, this is like this is almost this can be seen as like this is Marcy Marcy's redemption fight, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Marcy's been thinking about it since day one. So you get in position and you start grappling with each other. Um, and then as you 
Try and go in for the throw, Marcy. Go ahead and make that judo roll. Come on. Yes! Ooh. Nice. Boom. Oh, that's almost a hard success. Dang. Um, so yeah, you, that kid goes flying. Um, and as he sits up, you know, he, <laughs> he reaches out and gives you a fist bump um, <laughs> as he gets on his feet. And Marcy fist bumps him back. Nice. Um, and you're feeling, you're feeling pretty good um, as you're, you know, going through, going through your drills and practice moves. And then the next person you spar with is, um, is going to be Coach Heatherwood. Yo. Well, all right. Is that now? Yeah. All right. Make another martial arts roll. All right, Coach. Let's do this. And Marcy makes a second martial arts roll. Ah, this is terrifying. All right. Extreme success against the coach. That is a three. That is a three out of my 68. So here's what happens. Dang. You face off against, um, against Coach Heatherwood. And at first, she like, she throws you easily, right? Um, Just puts you on the ground. But then... As you get up, she's like, listen, Marcy, you know what the, what the word judo means. Yeah. What does it mean? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Never mind. <laughs> no. I, was, I was just hoping it, you were going to tell me. My bad. Judo's My bad. nuts. It means, it means the gentle way. Oh, I should have known that. So the art of judo depends on using your opponent's strength against them, which means your strength is also your opponent's leverage. But in the same way, that can be turned around. Your vulnerability is your strength. Let's try again. So you get back in position, and as she goes in for a grapple, you just happen to you can suddenly see, you know, the way she's placing her weight on her right foot. You realize you can take advantage of that moment and you are able to, just as she's trying to grapple you, um, you're able to just take her down. And yeah, as she, as she sits up from the ground, uh, you can see by the, by the twinkle in, in her eye that you've really impressed her. And um, all the rest of the dojo starts clapping. Ah, you're a good coach, coach. Thanks. I've been doing it a while. Guys, it's Caleb. You, you you get to hear me talk a lot, but you're gonna hear me talk more right now. Give thanks for listening and checking out this episode and this show. It's a great thing, and it's a great time with great friends and maybe lovers. Who knows? But if you want to follow these people that love each other 
so so much you can uh follow us on our social medias we are at nat wonderful on twitter which is n-a-t-w-o-n-d-e-r-f-u-l uh, and it's the same thing on our tiktok because everybody has to have a tiktok now uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at N-A-T, the number one, D-E-R-F-U-L. And if you want to email us anything, that's at N-A-T, the number one, D-E-R-F-U-L, at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to join our Discord server. We got some fun stuff always going on. We got a place for you to drop your fan art, because that's a thing you can do if you're an artist and you feel so inclined um you're you're a lovely person for listening and we all love you we don't care what everyone else says i don't know what else they say uh enjoy the rest of the episode goodbye william i have not forgotten the whole uh, archival research thing, and we'll resolve that when you all kind of meet up together. Um, That's what I figured. But for now, we're gonna go to uh, to Reggie because I already went out of order of what I thought I was gonna do. So for now, we're gonna go to Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reggie. Yeah. We have to go back a little bit towards the beginning of this two-week period. But it is a full moon, um, like so many over the last few years. And you're already strategizing, um, preparing for what you know is going to be a really rough night. But something's different this time. You have a group of friends who want to be there for you. Are you going to let them know? Yeah. I think so. Reggie's just like, no. Yeah, no. no. I'm going to go it alone, <laughs> like Batman. <laughs> yeah, what's your, what's your plan? And then who all wants to be involved? So, in the time that has passed since the first full moon on campus, Reggie has had time to go and look for a good spot in the woods to hide away, and to chain himself to a good sturdy tree in a spot where people aren't really going to be. So he's found all that, and he's moved his setup over there. And so what this really entails is letting them all know, and then each of them has a copy of the key to the chains. Is that doable, do you think? Or could I yeah, only have, like, two? Yeah. Depot. Yeah, we go back yeah, to Home Depot. Um, yeah. yeah, you can probably, like, you know, you can buy probably like a lock that comes with several keys, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's not like a door, you know? No. It's just like a padlock. Um, but yeah, I, I distribute the keys to them, and then whoever wants to accompany me out does. We go out to that spot, they chain me up, and if they want to sit and watch, they're free to. Okay, I'll just, dope. I won't be a great for conversation. Okay. So, how are the rest of you positioned then? For all of you who want to be there. William is definitely going to be there. Um, he 
grew like growing up climb trees a lot like pacific northwest there are lots of like good climbing trees um and so if there are trees around william is going to climb up into a tree a good ways up and help whoever else is down that it that wants to be up where it's a, most likely a little bit safer just in case things break bad norman wants to be on the ground documenting just for fun Roll like gymnastics just to see how well you get up in that tree. Uh, okay. Or <laughs> I'll let it be natural world if you would rather that. Uh, what is my since it's nature world? No, I think it's slightly better. It's what twenty six. My natural world. Where is that? It's yeah, about three above your Wayne's world. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yep, let's go for natural world. That's a failure. Okay. Oh, no. Um yeah, you're not just going to not be able to climb the tree, but it's definitely not like it's definitely not graceful, you know? It's definitely yeah. not like, ooh, this is a this is a master of the forest, <laughs> you know? It's just like you scramble up onto a low a low branch that gives you some sense of security. Um and then um so Norman wants to be on the ground taking pictures? Yes. If that's okay. the case, then Reggie makes sure that Norman has the gun with the silver bullets. Okay. Cool, yeah. So so Norman, um Reggie pulls a gun. <laughs> where do you where do you keep the gun on your person, Reggie, as you're coming out into the woods? So he definitely kind of keeps it stupidly. Tucked into his belt, like goddamn, yes, right, <laughs> right above his butt. Ugh, yes. I was hoping either like <laughs> just ready to just blow off a penis or a butt cheek, you know. Well, he's <laughs> he's too too aware of the penis blowing, so he's gonna keep it on his butt. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a member of the Facebook group Gun Pointed Directly at Penis. Yeah, yeah. Or in like the belly pocket of the the dr- the d- drug rag. My drug rag? Yeah. Mm. You know, that's probably that's probably <laughs> that's better than we'll keep it there. Hell yeah. The belly pocket of the drug rug. Yeah. And um, the safety is on. He he is no fool. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He's great at gun safety. Um yeah, so yeah, you uh Norman, you watch as Reggie um pulls out the pistol and without a word Offers it to you, but first. But first. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Just in case, nice you gun. know. I mean, yeah. if you're gonna, if you're insisting on being down here, I'm not letting you get hurt. Hey, I, I, I appreciate that. Plus, I mean, I, I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to this curse getting lifted one way or another. So, we'll leave that as it is, well, though. Yeah, that got real dark real fast. Well, I turn into a monster <laughs> about every 28 days. Okay, the, yeah, the, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Ow, ow, ow. Okay, uh, slipped. Bark <laughs> on tree is rough on shin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and during this touching moment, there's just like, you know, in um, the Avatar episode where Sokka is trying to climb the cliff face because yeah. Aang is going crazy. And he keeps like slipping just in the background of the shot. That's kind of what's <laughs> happening right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> William just struggling to climb the tree while this intense moment is happening. Don't worry um, about me, guys. I totally am safe and fine, okay? So yeah, um, Marcy, are you are you in on uh, this? Marcy's or are you there. sitting it out? Marcy's there. Uh, her original idea going into this was, what if I'm like the last the last line of defense if he breaks through these chains and I am holding him against the tree? And then then she had another thought of, wait, what if I super didn't do that? And she's going to just use her strength to climb up in the tree with her her hulking massive strength to climb into the tree with William. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Why don't you um climb the tree? But you can use uh you can use your um athletics or yeah. It- are you? Do you have an athletic thing? I do. Like, do you mean like a specific skill? I just have athletics marked. Yeah, so you should have, if you're involved in a sport, um, and it would make sense, you should have an athletic score associated with that sport. Uh, the thing is, I, just, I have uh, judo under my martial arts skill. Mm, should, I, should, I put judo, should I put judo in my athletics as well? Um, <laughs> I throw the tree. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you could you could use you could try using your martial arts to climb the tree, or you could use, you know, natural world or gymnastics or. I have let's see for athletics. I guess I could just put sports or weightlifting, but like, uh, Marcy was actually a rock climber before she came here. Ah, uh, man, that <laughs> listen, that would be so helpful. You have no clue for judo because of like the grip strength you would have to grab someone's gi in order to throw them would be Yeah, oh my god. Unreal. That'd be pretty dope. If um, only, if only. But uh I guess I'll use I guess I'll use like my martial arts, I guess, to get up this tree. Yeah, well, if you have Yeah, if you already marked an athletic thing um which it looks like you did as one of your major skills we could say it was like rock climbing or something if we want to retcon that i mean like like marcy's like strength comes from like a lot of calisthenics when it comes down to it like a lot of like body weight lifting and wall push-ups and like it actually it involved a lot of climbing on stuff so like i I could i could see her like naturally progressing to rock climbing if you want to if you're okay with retconning that i guess yeah no that's fine man those climbers are fucking scary Wow. I think anyone that wants to climb rocks like is scary in general from a psychological standpoint. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Marcy in order to get to like some cool art spots to like get to like some really pretty views in order to paint things would like just sort of naturally learn to climb really well in order to like get around and like get up on stuff and get to higher heights and just get the best view. Yeah. Totally. Would she have bought the rock climbing shoes? Uh, probably. Hell yeah. Cool. Yeah. So in that case, roll your roll your athletics. I will do that. I'm sorry for not offering that to you, William, but your athletics are stabbed with sword, so that didn't feel appropriate <laughs> for climbing. Pulls out, William pulls out two knives and slowly scales the tree that way. <laughs> <laughs> pulls out no the fencing rapiers and then he's boom. Oh yikes! Against the- <laughs> oh. And bounces on it like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's still a fail. Yeah, Marcy. Marcy oh, no. got a seventy-one. Marcy failed yeah. that athletics roll. 
Okay, yeah. So in that case, yeah, y'all are both <laughs> a distance up into the tree. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're all going to die out here. I was about to ask if them failing means that they were like, they both tried to climb trees, but now they're just standing next to Norman. <laughs> I also love that like the two other strongest people here are just up in the tree while the literal normal guy is on the ground just with yeah, a camera. So you're leaving your little William's, sweet baby so defenseless. William's like legit plan is gun. to... Uh, yeah, he does have a gun, but like William's plan is to kind of, uh, if stuff breaks bad, we find out the age old question of who wins werewolf versus vampire. <laughs> I thought you were going to say werewolf versus normal human. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we know that answer already. Do we though? Do we know that answer? Well, let's find out. Release the change. <laughs> I let's say before climbing, or maybe maybe um, Norman does it, but you assist Reggie in getting himself chained to that tree. Um, yeah, and definitely. now it's just now it's just a waiting game till the moon uh, climbs up into the sky. Also, very much worth noting, uh, Reggie is sick of having his clothes torn up, so he strips down to just like a very oversized pair of boxers. That and is ideal. Okay. Hell yeah. He's um, actually naked, but the chains are so thick they cut. The <laughs> he's wearing chain oh, mail. Oh god! Please don't put chains around your crotch area. That would hurt so bad, especially if you hulked yeah. out and like tore through it that way. Ooh. Oh. That's why they're boxers. Yeah, yeah about to say your your werewolf dong would be Swiss cheese. Oh god! <laughs> Not my werewolf All right. dong. All right. Roll half will when you're <laughs> transforming. Is it half will or half power? I said power. I, I meant power. Yeah, uh, willpower. I don't know. <laughs> Lie to me in my face. I, yeah, I said power. I said it. Will isn't a thing. <laughs> I meant power. Roll plus will. No Just one exists here that is William named Will. Yeah, that's a twenty-two. Okay. That's half. That's like that's a almost a quarter. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I've got to respect the role. I wanted something to happen so bad, but okay. Um, so we, we go through all this rigmarole and nothing? Yeah. You wait all night, and um, William, not William, and, and Reggie looks like shit by, by the morning um, from struggling all night to, to contain this creature. Yeah. You wait all night and um, nothing happens. There's one point at like 4.30 in the morning where William bumps Marcy and says, do you think he lied about you? <laughs> <laughs> now you saw him last month. Yeah, you fully like, saw a... him transform. Huh. The, the morning comes and they like wake up a bit and yeah, the rest of us are doubting now if he's actually a werewolf or he's just a weirdo who likes to be chained no, in the woods. William, William saw him transform and into a wolf. Marcy, no, you William saw me. Did, we just haven't. Marcy saw me half wolf out when she judo oh, yeah. threw me. I forgot yeah. about the part whenever I threw you really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and I assume Reggie is also not just completely still this entire night. It's probably noticeable fighting against it, right? Or yeah. It? yeah, yeah. He's, he's okay. thrashing a lot. By the morning, yeah. you have like kind of fresh um, marks on your arms from the handcuffs, you know? 
But yeah, you you come out of it okay, and you win a night without wolfing out. Um, I'm going to say, for story's sake, it's your first in a long time, and somehow you don't feel any better. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I didn't turn into a wolf. I just, I still didn't have a good time, though. So he, he like, they uncuff him in the morning, and he's like, sorry, guys, I, I swear that never happens to me. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he just couldn't really, couldn't really get it. Get it going. Don't, don't yeah, I mean, I, I. To be don't fair, I don't want to get it going, but like, I, I've never yeah, I've, underperformed like, like that. I've, no, like I've seen you. I've, I've like seen you perform. Yeah, you, hey, you, you you've hey. seen it firsthand, right? Hey, I mean, all right. Marcy okay. kind of said both oh, know. You both know that this is exactly why we thought you two were hooking up. Yeah, yeah, for real, guys. Like, you, <laughs> I have no clue that, why. Yes? Wait, I really don't know why you would think that. Like we're talk this is obviously we're talking about. You this, guys right? are like two Tobias Funke. Like having a conversation. <laughs> listen, listen. He 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 saw me like go full animal. Like that's a normal thing. It happens. Yeah. You know? He saw me get really rough and wild. So he saw you go beast mode. And yeah, then- he, he saw me let the beast out a couple times, but like, he, I just couldn't let, let it out. Going out. Ghost. And I'm not going to lie. As soon as I saw him pull the beast out, I was scared, but it kind of, you know, kind of just looking. All right. Well, I'm glad you didn't kill anybody. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And Reggie, I, um, I thought you might want this. And, and Norman pulls out of his backpack Reggie's bong because R- Reggie hasn't smoked this entire campaign. <laughs> It's off screen. It's okay. The (laughs) truth behind this. I I know nothing about doing drugs, so I've avoided outright doing it on screen. And now, Reggie, do the and, drugs in front of us right and now. Reggie does and Reggie proceeds to drink the bog water because he thinks yeah, it's yeah. Now Cordell has to explain step by step how in to great detail. How to do a bong. Well, you see, I uh, I I prepare the marijuana. Yes. <laughs> I um. prepare <laughs> with a uh, uh, I assume like a bowl and like pestle to grind it up. Oh, yeah, precious. more precious. Oh. Kinda. A mortar, a mortar and pestle. Yeah, a mortar and pestle, and then Go I like you call it a grinder, what next, Reggie. And then <laughs> you from there you boil some water in the yeah. bong. <laughs> Yeah, you get you get you get three cups of hot water ready. And then you kind of steep and it in add there. The pasta and the weed. You we're steep in the, it. We're, you're, Reggie's in the forest boiling water. You have to let it steep for approximately five to six minutes. Like, and then you add your favorite more. flavor of honey and just go to go drinking it. <laughs> 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 Reggie, I I've never you, smoked in my life, and I even I know that's wrong, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie, this kind of explains why we've never seen you actually do drugs. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. Canonically, you've seen it, just not not described. <laughs> if you if you ever try to use the excuse that I am so baked right now, I'm never going to do drugs in your life. Is Reggie a poser? <laughs> yeah, you're a poser. It seems like it. <laughs> He's never done drugs ever. He just wants to seem like it. That's he has like weed spray to make it smell boy. like that. Okay, but wow. Um, anyway, so why did I think um, I could do this? We cut to a couple weeks later, um, as William is um, 
studying old yearbooks and local newspapers and um, any kind of records he can get his hands on while Marcy is practicing judo, while um, Reggie and Norman are studying this black book of Camarthen and trying to enchant their items. Um, can we say this is happening in the tunnel? Like, I feel like that's the, the deep dive investigation spot. I was going to have it happen in your dorm rooms, but sure. Why? I just like the I mean, tunnels vibes. The, the record research will have to be in like the library library, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know what? Fuck it. If you want to be it, if you wanted to be in the tunnel, it can fucking be in the tunnel. This isn't just your secret spot. You know, students come in here when they I don't believe that. Do they know? They don't. We have not we bumped put- into anybody. We put we put a note on the door that said privacy needed. <laughs> this is just like in community where anyone <laughs> oh can use God, that library two, study those room. Those two weird kids are fucking in the special <laughs> collections again. Exactly what's happening. Oh my God. Um, and Reggie's doing a whole lot of pot the whole two weeks too, because he does. Yeah, he does it a lot. He's taking, doing a he's lot of pot. So much pot. He, there uh, is so much. At one point, he looks at Red. Uh, he looks at William and says, "Would you like to enjoy some Mary Jane as well?" <laughs> oh my God! He says, "Salutations, friend." <laughs> Take a smoke from my weed would vaporizer. You, would you like to partake in some weed? Perhaps you would like to share a doobie with me. You want to hit this dab pin? <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm gonna say that. Um. The final, the finishing touches on this thing um, happens in your dorm room. Just let's, you know, let's say it's in, in, of the in enchanting. You know, Norman's attic room, you know. I like um, that. Norman's attic room. That's what I was thinking too. too. I think Norman's attic room should be the meeting spot instead of <laughs> the tunnels where other people have access. I'm that. so upset that there is a secret tunnel system that is not secret at all and that other people know about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not secret at all. It was like pretty much two upperclassmen like almost like kind of pranking you like, oh, these are secret tunnels beneath the school. But it's like. It's. Nah. Still, this like, just, part of the library, you know? This, yeah, this it's is... like the Disneyland tunnels. It is uh, exactly like the Disneyland it just, tunnels. It just looks cool and atmospheric, you know? So it's... um. And it's our freshman year, so we're yeah. very susceptible to, like, oh, did you hear about that, like, Alaskan dumpling place down the street? No one's heard of it. No one goes there. You're yeah, super special exactly, for finding it. Relatable, yeah. relatable content. Or, like, the actual tunnels under Harding. Yeah, yeah. That they do like haunted houses in and shit in in um Halloween. They did that one year. Yeah, I, I, I went. Know, in. I went. I heard in it. it was cool. I've never been in. It was yet. pretty neat and also very boring. Yeah, that's what I that's what I picture for these tunnels is like sounds so cool in concept and then um it is cool in that there are like magic books and shit, but it's not like your secret place, you know. This hurts a lot. I might need to roll the wolf out. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? So yes. just up in Norman's room. I dig. So you're up in Norman's room. Norman's it's, room. It's kind of difficult to piece together actual enchantments um, from this book as much of a lot of it is, is stories, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is just stories about Arthur, and you can put together that, um, you know, if there is actual magical potential in this book, um, that you kind of put together, uh, you know, the kind of words you need to say, and, um, you know, there's chalk circles and shit involved that you need to draw around the weapons. Um, and so you're piecing oh, this yes. together slowly, and then um, for your quote-unquote weapons, um, Norman chooses their trusty camera, um, and Reggie chooses his lighter that um, Sees you always a lot of action. he uses he to does light it a lot. up a joint. But <laughs> he does. There's so many joints. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he actually has only ever just like bought pre-rolls and so he actually doesn't know how to <coughs> prepare a weed and then at one point someone yeah. just like sells him some bud and he has no idea what to do with it. I like that. That's not I what thought, happened. Man. I thought this is what you called your friend. Um, My whole character idea is just crumbling around me. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bro, like you only still- had to do like limited research on how to smoke weed very limited research you could have asked me cordell you could have said hey sammy you're a stoner you have like a fucking a fucking phd level pothead in this campaign you know i am the Um, only one around here that probably doesn't know and i don't know why this was me that chose this yeah yeah Yeah, i like i feel like i probably know the least out of the rest of everyone and i still know that's not all right, everyone, let's try and go around and rank our weed knowledge real quick. <clears throat> One out of ten. Okay, no. <laughs> um, Reggie zero. Yeah, Reggie zero, Cordell somehow less than zero. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway, so when you finish the enchantment process, um, there's not a flash of light. Um, the items don't just start hovering off of the floor of your bedroom. Um, there's nothing, excuse me, there's nothing, um, explicit, you know, to indicate, hey, enchantment's done. Ding goes the magical microwave. Um, they're just sitting there on the floor looking apparently normal. Well, that was Mm. anticlimactic. Norman picks up the camera. Well. I guess we can try it and like takes a picture of the room, but I guess Reggie is in it just like trying to just see. Hey, um, so remind me of everything that's in your room real quick. Um, so the, my room setup would probably just be my bed, my, now I'm not hiding the, uh, the cork board. So that's mm-hmm. open. There's my desk. Probably we probably. How big are the chalk circles? Would they have need to be on the ground, or could they? They have could been have like, been on the desk. They okay, just need to be then, pretty much like big enough to encompass the items. Yeah. So then I I imagine Norman and Reggie at the desk, which is under like a, a window, like one of those attic windows, like the circles, mm-hmm. um, and like. So picks up the camera, turns around, takes a picture. And this is like or, your little Polaroid camera? Yes. So develop kind of quickly? Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, you um, 
sat the picture on the desk to let it develop. And you know, as a good photographer, you're not actually supposed to shake a Polaroid. Um, <laughs> and But it always you, feels good. It always just feels so fucking cathartic. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you, you watch the picture develop and there's your room, your bed, your desk. Uh, and um, since you took it kind of straight on, you know, the desk is a flat surface. Um, so you can't really see anything on the desk. Um, but as you see Reggie in the shot, just kind of looking perplexed, you see that his body is outlined with a uh, pick a color, Cordell. Purple. Okay, that's an on- honest God no, I was thinking. No, green. Wait, was, was purple good? Um, Did you like purple? I purple? liked purple better. Okay, purple, yeah. purple. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cordell's body, not Cordell. He doesn't exist. Cordell the janitor. Cordell the um, janitor is back. <laughs> no, Cordell is Reggie's the one who body. taught everything Reggie knows about smoking. Oh, okay, of course. <laughs> Cordell is Reggie's weird weed dealer. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense why he knows nothing about weed. <laughs> yes. I think this is called, like, Blue Dream? Okay, it's pretty good, I guess. I found this one in my oregano (laughs) cabinet, but like, I'm pretty sure. Um, Yeah, he's going perpy. Yeah, he's. um, You can see a faint purple glow surrounding Reggie's body. Whoa! Look at this, Reggie. I guess it worked. Whoa! I'm like purple. Yeah. Nice. Wait. I guess we should test the lighter now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I light it and stare at the flame long and hard. <laughs> it's a, it's a Are flame. Are you high, Rich? <laughs> There's a flame coming out of the lighter right now. Um. What? what? <laughs> Did we go into this like knowing our enchantment? Or this yeah, you knew like... what you were trying to do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, do you. Um, so. Do you like have is there a portion of this book in another language at all? Um yeah, we'll say this reproduction is like a um is like a a facing text. So there's um like the English and the old English like um side by side. Okay, so cool. So it's kind of like if you had one of those translation of Beowulf, you know, it would have like a column of English text and a column of old English text. Um, and so, you know, for several key passages, it would have like the entire chapters in Old English. Rock on. So I flip to one of those pages and kind of pick it up and hold the lighter near to it and watch to see what happens. Yeah. So as you hold the lighter to it, uh, yeah, you start to see the, um, you start to see the text, uh, the letters slowly start to shift um, and rearrange themselves. And there's enough of them that kind of turn into, um, you know, that kind of rearrange themselves into English words that you can make out, um, you know, from the words that are there. You kind of can make out an entire sentence, um, especially by, you know, comparing it side by side to the English. You can tell that it just translated um, it translated specifically the part on the text that described, you know, that described someone doing magic. Whoa, Norman, look at this. 
And then can he Whoa. see it? Yeah, Norman, when Reggie, you know, waves the lighter over the text, while it's glowing and illuminated by the lighter, you can, um, you can also read it. Um, so, well done. Um, both of you make occult rolls. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or actually, okay. no, both of you just roll, roll a D100 and then tell me the okay. result. Because I have like a range for each level of... Oh, no. Oh! Higher uh, and higher is good for this one. Oh, oh wow. sweet. 85. <laughs> Six. Okay. Um, so, Sammy, the, um, uh, you're going to have to, when you take a picture with the camera, um, you'll roll, um, luck just to see if anything happens to show up. Um, and it will have to meet, you know, your, your luck, um, how many luck points you have. And, um, if you, fail the roll you can still you would have to use magic points to um to see something to see if something shows up so you don't when you take the picture and look at it you don't know if anything is there um and if you roll luck and you succeed you know you'll know if um if there's something there or if there's not but if you fail there's no way of knowing so you just have to spend magic points to reveal the um to reveal the magic or enchanted thing if it is there but if it isn't there you know you wasted magic points okay reggie what did you roll again 85 it was 80 80 to 100 range okay so yeah reggie um yours just um works the way you intended um nice so it, the longer you hold the flame up to the page, the more of it will translate. And, but it's not dependent on any rolls or anything. Can I do it? Does it have to be written text? It would have to be written text. Okay, so I can't like hold it up to a web page in like French? <laughs> no, no, okay. it wouldn't work with computers, um, but it would just work with like text on a page. There is Google Translate. There is Google Translate, that you know? But that's, that's not, like, a great way to translate, though. A lot's lost there. Okay, fair. Yeah. I mean, if you know how to use it right, I feel like Google Translate can be a good tool. Do I seem like I know how to use much of anything correctly right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's not I mean, yes, read, am I apparent, right? apparently <laughs> enchanting. Apparently you're yeah. way better than me at enchanting. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah no... That's what maybe Norman was such a little sweetie that um, they maybe neglected their own enchantment a little bit in order to help Reggie with his. Um, and as a result, um, it seems like Reggie's came out a little more powerful than, than Norman's. So I feel like that feels in character. <laughs> Norman got Reggie a B and got himself a F, basically. Yeah. That's happened to me before. I failed a psych class um, and spent an entire semester like tutoring one of my um, tutoring one of my friends in like a lower level psych class and he got an A and I failed. So that happens. Anyway, um, as you're trying out your cool new magic toys, um, each of you get a ping on your phone. 
and it's from your group message and um you get two little vibrations right and as you look the first one was from norman um and it was a message in the group text saying where are you guys I'm we so have sorry. something you should we have something you should take a look at and the second notification is marcy reacting to that message with a thumbs up on brand 